0: This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. How is everybody? I guess it's not like you can answer me right now, but you can always email me at Kevin at KevinBergen.com and let me know. If you need information on a restaurant, if you want a recommendation on a place to eat, I'm simply an email away. It's Father's Day weekend, so I decided to talk to a father and son who work together in the food industry and they do it well. Danny and Isaiah Klein-Saucer from Danny's Whole Hog. I live here. I live here now. This is my second home. You're I, my brother. I, I adopted <laughs> you. You're my
1: brother. I'll call you my brother.
0: <laughs> and Isaiah, how are you, man? I'm doing very well. Yeah? So, so you know what? Today we're here to talk about a few things. Father's Day is coming up, and I want to talk about the relationship you guys have. You know, obviously, you know, it's father and son. What is it like working with your son?
1: Well, I'm very proud, and I, I when I look at my, my uh, son, how he's growing up, and his politeness, and his... Uh, how he goes through life is what my dad and my mom, my dad taught me, and I just see a reflection of that and my son, and it makes me so proud to see a relationship where I can have with my son. And I call it—I always call it when we go fishing or we do stuff together. We talk things over. I say I always say we're investing. I'm investing time with my son, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, it's—I think it's very, very important. How
0: is it for you to work with your dad?
2: Well, I mean, I wouldn't be who I am without my dad, right? And there's so many blessings working with your dad, working in a family business, you know, and just being able to make your family proud and just, you know, work hard. Because we there's, there's a personal connection to this business, so it's so much easier to find passion in what we do, right? It's definitely a huge blessing. I
0: have friends that have businesses, they have kids, and, you know, they work for years, you know expecting hoping that their kids would get involved in, and they didn't um was that ever a worry of yours
1: i did from the very start when I, I started my business i've never pushed my kids i've always said to people i said it to my wife i will never ask my kids to be part of my business they can work with me and if it happens if it doesn't happen i will never push them. and isaiah it, it came to the point where i i could see he had an interest he was involved he involved himself. Then I said, do you want to be involved? I let him basically make a decision. I never forced my son to make that decision.
2: Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah.
0: When did you know that you wanted to be involved? Like, Obviously, you're around a business your whole life. right? And sometimes yeah. when you're around something, it's the last thing you want to do when you get older, you choose to do something else. When did you realize, you know what? I can, I can help this guy here.
2: I don't think there was a defining moment because like, I've helped out since I, oh man, since I was probably like five or six years old, I've just been around, started wrapping potatoes at an early age, just you know, going on caterings with grandpa back in the day. And so I, I like, I wish there would be a defining moment. I think I just slowly grew into it. And I've, you know, I've in my mind, I guess, pursued other careers and just thought about it, you know, and I still have other hobbies I'm very much involved in, but I, I think I just slowly grew into it.
0: The hobbies that you have, the things that you do definitely help out this business. Let's talk about that. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I, from Since I was 10 years old i've been into carpentry built my first like full-on garden shed at 10 years old and it's just gone up from there
0: you just made me feel absolutely useless just
1: so you know that sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) and it comes back to me investing in him again
0: you told me that the minute he could pick up a hammer whenever you're building stuff you get him involved right yeah when i
2: was nine years old he i'm like dad i think i want to build something he went out bought me a hammer and a box of
1: nails and a bit of wood he's like go for it because already I knew if I invested him younger later on, uh, that's what you do. You invest in your kids with time. He's learning, uh, learning a skill that we, that he someday he can be a carpenter if he wants to be a carpenter. You know he can. I just he's learning skills, but I I've never hesitate to buy and invest because I'm investing in him and his future too. Okay,
0: let's talk about your future, Danny's whole hogs future. It's been a rough time for everybody in the restaurant industry, catering industry um how's it going for you right now
1: it's going good uh, this this week we have our we were all at our limits uh you know uh we're stressed stress level because we had no income and like we we went to the drawing board and Isaiah was very much involved with that with Sharon and Mark here we sat down we were t- we were s- uh, strategy looking at new ideas we never put our head in the sand yeah and we came up with ideas. We turned things around pretty quick. And I'm so proud of the team that I have and the employees. I can't do that on my own. It's aligning yourself with great people. That's the key. And treat them well. And they had the same passion. So here we put a bunch of heads together. And, and we came up with these new ideas. And it's gone well. Uh, with we, The Meals for Four was such a good idea that with it's it's growing, and uh, we have some challenges ahead this summer. I know that, but I look I look at this summer as here it is, those are the challenges. We're gonna stay positive, we will stay strong, and we will will if anybody approaches me and I give them an idea and they even Say it's not going to work or negative. I am. I'm going to. Sh- I'm shutting him out. I'm I'm sorry. Don't even go there. I'm a positive thinker. I can't afford that right now. All our effort and our our effort and our thinking and our strategy is just positive. positive. I'm aligning myself with positive people, pos- positive thoughts. I'm not a quitter and we'll get through this. In the meantime, I'm learning how important it is. Local local businesses. I talk on a daily basis, if not every second days, with my friend at harvested outdoors, where the water in Salt Creek. They're business owners. They understand me. They're the same struggles that I have. We talk. We encourage one another, and it, it's we send each other text messages. We just encourage it. When they feel down, they get a message from me. When I feel down, I get a message from him. Hey, hey, how are you doing, buddy? Today, uh, just hang in there. Stay strong. This means so much having relationship with other business people that can understand you, and it just gives you it gives you new new. Uh, ideas and new uh, encouragement to keep on but I'm learning something that I've learned a lot is to time out you can only when your stress level is at that level and all that you sometimes need to put the phone time out we've got this beautiful college up north We, we I went up with my wife one weekend with two two kids one weekend last last weekend just the two kids of us it's it's learning to time out for two days you, that's all you do. You time out and do nothing. Just have a beer, enjoy your your kids, but it energizes you. Then when you come back Monday morning, you're energizing and away you go with a lot of which, new ideas. Which is
2: very hard for us because we never stop thinking and we just, we literally have to force ourselves to leave this property. Because if we would stay here for the weekend, we would be in the shop working.
0: You know, it's funny. Yeah. You, you covered a topic. Both you covered topics. that I, I was going to ask you about this topic. How does the person who is the head of the business, head of the family, stay motivated, keep everybody positive, keep his energy up when sometimes, you know, sometimes you, you're not the guy. You're, sometimes you don't feel like yourself. Sometimes you don't feel like pumping people up. Sometimes you're worn out, right? And there's a lot of times where I've texted you and you're literally like, we're at the cabin. Like yeah. You've learned to kind of use that and recharge your batteries just to cut everybody off and Get what you need so that you can actually succeed here, right?
1: And that's a key. And I think other business owners need to learn that. That's a key to literally. You're no use to nobody. You're no use to employees. You're uh, you're you're the head guy here, and you need to stay positive. You need to recharge your batteries. Right, they can't and, see you all
0: mopey. They, can, yeah, they can, you can't. You can't know, wear that face.
1: Yeah, I know. And uh, but we're we're learning that. I'm learning at uh, at 57 years old. It took me many years to learn to be able to shut shut things out. So.
0: All right, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some of the services that you guys are offering that people can take advantage of right now. Okay, we're going to do that next. You're on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here at Danny's Whole Hog in Stonewall, Stony Mountain. Where are we? Well,
1: they're both it. Stony Mountain, Stone, uh, Stonewall, Oakham up Marsh.
0: We'll just call, hey, there's just a lot of stones. Yeah, a here. lot of stones. A yeah. lot of stones. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you know we're going to talk about the services that you offer. You offer a ton of services. Um in this time, you know, everybody's gone through a little bit of a rough patch, but you've been plugging away and you still have, you've actually catered what you do based on the specifics, you know, the, the, what people needed at this time, right?
1: Yeah, we learned that pretty quick along the We got to readjust. People are all going through hard times. We went through hard times and we are readjust. And whatever we're putting out there, we, we learn to people have less money too mm-hmm. it didn't work and so we had to readjust our, our menus a little bit what people can afford and i've always been a guy that listens to my customer and listens to the moment that's out there so we started uh like i think right now is a perfect time because bigger meals bigger crowds is not happening but People want to get out of the house. They want to get together with a few families, uh, members, and all that. Pickup meals is a perfect, affordable one. I don't have to send labor out there. They can order it. We can basically put a pickup meal, whatever their choice it is, from ribs to pork to brisket. We can put it together. They but hang on. Hang on. What, what do you
0: mean you can put it together? So you have ones that are specifically, like I can choose what I want in a, in a pickup Absolutely. meal. and a side like, And that kind of stuff. So our work?
2: full catering menu is available for pickup, hot or cold from our store here so if you let's say you have a you know a 20 25 person or even smaller um you know gathering and you want to you know want our famous pulled pork you want three sides maybe you want some extra dessert or
0: something and i want it hot because i'm going to meet them at the park you want to meet
2: them at the park you want to pick it up here at four o'clock you just book it come by and it'll be hot ready to go
0: but let's say i know that i'm going to want dinner you know for my family and uh, you know i don't i don't want it hot i want it frozen right and I can come by and pick it up and save it for later for, Absolutely. The, for the week.
1: Yeah. People do that because they go to the cottage. They yes. go to the cottage country, two families they meet up there, they don't they they, they want to get out of Winnipeg, they wanted to the cottage. They'll they'll pre-order it here and they'll they'll pick it up Cold because they want it for the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's everything in there. They got ovens up there. They got barbecues up there. They just heat it up up there and have it the next day.
0: It's perfect. If you're at the cottage, I don't want to spend time thinking about what I want to eat. I just want to eat. I want to spend Absolutely. I, I want to you know enjoy the, everybody else with the activities and everything mm-hmm. else. But then dinner time comes around. I want something good and quick, yeah. right?
2: And like a hot pickup meal, even the cold pickup meal, it includes everything. Cutlery, buns, napkins. If you have baked potato, we'll include the sour cream. Everything. You can literally go pick it up hot, go to the park, meet up with friends and eat it.
0: Do I get a miniature Isaiah and Danny doll inside there too? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know what? The other day you posted something and I realized that we have hung out for a bit, but I didn't know how your barbecues worked with the whole hog.
1: Well, it's a history. That's how Denny's Whole Hog started. It was at Whole, whole Hogs. Uh, I started out with the uh, first year with 15, 20 barbecues. Today we have 100. And it's very simple. I've always wanted to teach people how to cook it themselves. I call a hog roast an experience. Can you imagine coming to my facility? First, you phone in. You tell them how many people you got. We got all sizes of hogs. We got 600 hogs in inventory. So they can, they can pick... They tell us how many people. I got 50 people. You got the size. I got yeah. 500 people. Yeah. You got the size. We got the size. And they come. They order it. When they come and pick it up, we've got cooking instructions. We, we go out there. We have somebody that physically shows them how to do it. Five minutes, you can be an expert how to cook a pig and how to carve a uh, a pig it's so easy to do we've learned to make it simple for people that and i always say to my customers i says don't tell people it was so easy no you, you want got, to look like a rock star enjoy me bring the flavor you're you're <laughs> you're the center of the attention here now make him feel so my it's not me yeah. you picked it up from me now it's you you're the chef out there now and the trick is make it so simple
0: okay so a person like me, I don't have a truck. I have no way to get the barbecue to my place. Do you guys deliver the barbecue?
1: Absolutely. We've got a, a little delivery service too. If somebody doesn't have a truck, we'll deliver it. It costs. A, it's a little bit of a fee to it, right? Which is as expected. But yeah. I've I've designed my barbecues. I got smaller and bigger ones. Mm-hmm. I've we got people coming with minivans. We tell them just take one seat out. We'll roll it into a minivan because not everybody has a truck. Right. So I got different size barbecues for that. So or a little awesome. trailer, you know. So. So there's no excuse for not having a hog roast absolutely no excuse (laughs) you can bring the flavor to your customers all right
0: let's talk about your online store right this guy is the king of technology and photography and he has built your online store
2: yeah well one of the positives that has come out of this whole thing it's been a struggle mentally and you know the stress levels have been through the roof but we developed an online store to kind of advertise and sell all, all our online products which includes our pulled meats our barbecue sauce and then along the way, we developed, oh, we probably developed close to 20 new products that are on the online store. And um, basically, go on there, we have high-quality photos, which we do in-house. Um, high-quality photos of all the items. <laughs> high-quality
0: because I do them.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but... <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and you can just add your items, um, you know. Checkout process, super simple. And then you choose your delivery day, which we offer right now Wednesday, Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. And then free deliveries over $50 purchases.
0: Yeah, That's a lot of flexibility you guys have. That's a lot of yeah. services that you're, you're giving. People.
1: Well, I've learned to be—I've di- diversify because different times of the year, different things will shine. Mm-hmm. I know the meals of four are going to slow down a little bit now. Because it's it's warm out there, people. We can deliver pickup it's meals and all that season. barbecue season. Yeah. and I know once the snow flies and you're sitting at home and all that, then the, then the products this will grow a little bit. So I've learned to to for your staff, you can keep them all year round to diversify that you're not just four months of the year a summer business. You can do it all year round, and it's proving to me right now we have a one year anniversary. And uh, June 1 it was our one year anniversary where our retail products that is in, in the stores with 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 our friend at the Lucas is is we went we went from 20 stores to over 90 stores now. Wow. And I know this will be more of a winter thing, summer thing, barbecue season. They're selling tons of barbecue styles right now because it's the season you'll do less in the winter. So we've learned to diversify to different seasons and, and our products are available 12 months of the year. You can, you can order from us. So different products, different times of the year will actually do better this time of the year. We just learned to readjust, have more items so people can have a choice. Uh, uh, I guess that saying is you can shop at one place and shop at all.
2: Well, what we get a lot is like people um, usually try our, our, you know, famous pulled pork or brisket for the first time at a at a catered event. So at a wedding or at a social and they always ask us, it's like, how can I get this home? How can I try it at home?
0: Let me tell you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let us tell you how you can get this.
2: Absolutely. Just jump on our online store and
1: available in over 100 stores in Manitoba, right? So. Yeah. So when you look at it, we started a business with Pig Rose. We're catering. Now, all those products that we produced, we just took it to a retail level. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I think it was probably a good move for me to go that direction.
0: Was that from sheer need? Like you deliver a service, you're doing a, a hog roast. People ask questions and people are asking for certain things. They're, they're, they're asking for certain things in a certain way, which made you give them what they asked for.
1: Absolutely, I've built my business that way. Mm-hmm. I built my business when I did uh, five, six pig rows, ten pig rows. I built my business by listening to my customer. What do you want? What can I do? Where can I improve? And my customers are asking, "Can you can you have this? Can you have can you do a bear and a beef? Can you can you uh, now?" Because of the pig rows, uh, the crowds are a little bit smaller. We adjusted the last week. We're, do, we're doing the picnic, the front picnic of a pig. That, that's good for 30 people. We marinated people. Everybody's got a barbecue. This is new now. We're offering a 25-pound a front, a front shoulder of a hog marinated. They can do in their own barbecue. If you sunny on your barbecue, you're good to go? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We just readjusted. That came out the last week. I had to readjust. You didn't tell me this. I would actually use that. Quite yeah no we can now we now we've got it you can do it in your own barbecue because you don't have to bring a barbecue back or you you don't have time you don't have the forty people but you have twenty thirty people so we've got a marinated front shoulder they don't have to just take it there put it on cook it all day smoke it all day and they can feed their crowd with little with uh, very little work so
0: I actually want one today that's what I'm, I want one today before I leave just so you know um all right, let's, let's <laughs> remind everybody of your website and how they can get a hold of your services. Okay, guys?
2: Yeah, Um If you want to go to the store, dannysholehog.ca forward slash shop. But just if you Google Danny's, Danny's whole hog will pop up. We're all over. And make sure to check out my dad on social media. He is the social media king <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. You're worse
0: than the teenagers, huh?
1: Well, I, I had to learn that, you know. A lot many at uh, 57, 58, seven, fifty eight, I've learned learned to learn it and, and get into people's faces. And but uh, my dad taught me that if you if you go and t- people on social media, at least know what you're talking about. Hundred mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. percent. I appreciate you guys having me here
0: tonight.
2: Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, my friend.
1: We're gonna take a little break
0: for news, weather, and sports, and come back with more main ingredient on six eighty CJOB. Welcome to The Main Ingredient, I'm Kevin Bergen. With the rapid growth of the craft beer industry in Winnipeg, it's only fitting to have a couple of people who have dedicated their time to getting all the information about local craft beer and beyond. Please welcome the hosts of the Pints and Growlers podcast, the Whitbeer Watchdog or the Whitbeer Warden, Brian Lataki. Howdy. And the Sultan of Cezanne, Kevin Wiersma. How you doing?
3: Excellent. How are you? I'm excellent. Thanks for having
0: us. No problem. Um, Gentlemen, first of all, you brought beer. Thank you very much. Uh, This is my first time trying beer, just so you know. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) I've never had beer before. That's what we're here for. Perfect, perfect. Uh, What is the Pints and Growlers
3: podcast? So the Pints and Growlers podcast pretty much was born out of uh, our love for beer, but the main thing was that we really love drinking beer, but we didn't know a lot about beer. So we decided that uh, we were going to make a podcast, so we would actually go to breweries, talk to brew owner or brewery owners and brew masters and ask them questions that pretty much
0: that we've always wanted to know. Sometimes people do things for certain reasons, which is, I love the reason that you did that. It's kind of like a learning thing for you and the information you learn you're going to put in a podcast. Sometimes people would think, well, you've got to be an expert in beer and you're, you know, you're using your expertise to go in and ask questions about beer. Do do you get that a lot of time from people thinking that you are beer experts? I'm sure sure you've learned a lot now.
4: Oh, for sure. Um, I know when we started, we, I think in the first episode we did with, uh, matt wolf and and perry from torque love those Um, two
0: i love matt wolf that's my homeboy right there. oh they're great yeah um
4: but we called ourselves beer dumb kind of jokingly on the show (laughs) um i think kevin and i both have always grown up and since craft beer kind of exploded uh we both always were huge huge fans and both of us as we would travel the world would stop in and try to find craft beer spots and buy local um So as we kind of learned and we did this podcast, we have learned more. I know I definitely still have people come up to me being like, you know, all things about beer. And I'm like, no, I know nothing. Like it's, there's so many times where we'll sit down and uh, a a brewmaster will mention a specific yeast or grain. And we're like, yeah, that's totally. I know that that is a word I have heard, but you know, you just kind of go with it and enjoy the conversation, but I mean, beer is such a subjective thing. I mean, I, we have eight beers in front of us, and you might like one and hate seven, and I know for a fact I like seven of these. I haven't had the eighth,
0: so we'll see where that rolls. Uh, you know what? Even if I don't like a beer, I always try it again to make sure I don't like it, and I usually end up kind of liking it the second time. You know what I'm saying?
3: That's actually one of the rules that we, we pre- preach pretty heavily on uh, on the podcast is the you know the, the, the two-beer rule. You may have a beer once and absolutely hate it. You might have it the second time because it really depends on, A, how you're feeling that day, what you had to eat prior. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can tell you double IPAs and Indian food um, do not mix. For the the record, it's that double IPA (laughs) right there that that I specifically
0: brought. It's fine. We don't have any food (laughs) in here, guys. No problem. That takes a lot of research to know that kind of little thing, right?
3: It does, yeah. (laughs) A lot
0: of tasting and beer research. I love you guys already. (laughs) How do you guys know each other?
3: We uh, actually, we both had podcasts that we started um, that were separate from this podcast. Uh, The first one was mine podcast, uh, which is the On the Tools podcast, which is uh, For tradesmen, uh, about tradesmen, and pretty much you know talking about anything to do with the trades. Uh, we talk about beer, uh, fishing, tools, pretty much you know lots of lots of guy stuff or anything that people would be very interested in um, if they're in the trades. And then Brian has his podcast. Yeah, I review uh, I review movies. It's called Talking Movies with Brian Lutake. Um I
4: grew up being a huge movie fan. Uh, you might be able to tell by my Indiana Jones tattoo, but uh, I've always been a huge fan of uh, of movies and I got the opportunity to start reviewing movies and did it. And then one day we were going to a movie. We got on the same uh, uh, podcast network and Kevin hit me up and said, "We're I, I see you're going to a movie. I want to go. Can I, can I meet you? And I was like, yeah, let's go. Hang on. Hang on. You guys
0: knew each other then? No. You did no. not know each no, other? No, we didn't know each other. So you, out of nowhere, you're on the same podcast network. Yeah. yeah. You don't know him. Yeah. You obviously listen to his podcast. Yep. You think, hey, seems like a cool guy. Hey, I'll join you for that movie. Well, I I am a massive movie buff myself.
3: Yep. So I I knew that we could swap, you know, shop talk. I guess when it comes to movies. So right. Right. It uh yeah, it, it was pretty much the love of movies that brought us together, and then beer. <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah. So Kevin, I love you too. (laughs) Kevin jokingly.
4: Well, I I thought he was joking. He, uh, he made a comment about how he wanted to start a craft beer podcast and I was like, Oh cool. Yeah. I'll be your co-host. Sounds good. And he was like, okay, sounds good. And I was like, Oh, this is happening. Uh, so yeah, no. And then it just, it rolled from there. So we, we had our first meeting over at Brazen Hall where we sat down and that's a good meeting place. Oh, and, and delicious food, delicious beer. So you get everything. And, um, yeah, we just hammered out a, a, an outline for what we wanted to do. And then, Pretty much after that, it's just been uh, from the seat of our pants, whatever breweries we can get in touch with that we have connections with, or we just cold hit people up and walk in. And we've had, it's been super receptive. I mean, if for, for people that don't know the craft beer uh, world, everybody is so amazing and so nice and so helpful to not only us
0: as podcasters, but to each other. Um, okay, you know what? Look, we can't sit here and not taste beer. So let's let's choose a beer that we're going to sip. Sip, I say, and uh, and and talk about before we actually get into the our your beer critique, oh, your beer, beer review, your beer corner, if you will. <laughs> I know you guys have have gone to a few places.
4: We've we've been we've we've traveled, and and uh, it's funny. I I was listening to one of your. Uh, one of your episodes on my way here, just because it was uh, somebody that we've also sat down with, uh, Darren from Winnipeg Brewworks. Darren, I love Darren. Oh, he's the best. He's a, he's, yeah, he's a great guy, right? Uh, yo, uh, Darren is. Uh, if you ha- guys haven't met Darren, anytime you go to any beer event, Darren is is the big guy that's standing back there that is willing to pour a little bit more than you're supposed to get into your cup. That's and perfect. He's Let's cheers. Happy right to. Let's cheers.
3: Not typical. Uh, not typical beer glasses, but. You know, <laughs> it's okay. It, it works. <laughs> does it hold a beer? Yep. It does hold a beer. It works. and It, work, it works and to get critical. it into my mouth. So, yes. <laughs> um. so uh, this beer is a Star Stuff American Pale Ale from uh, Devil May Care. Uh, this is a beer that I recommend to a lot of people because I'm a big, big fan of American Pale Ales. And the reason why is I like the balance of you know, cool, crisp beers that also are a little bit hoppy, but not too hoppy. And the reason why I always recommend that, that beer in particular is because it doesn't matter what time of day it is, doesn't matter if it's snowing, uh, if it's 40 degrees outside, it's, you know, it's a year-round beer
0: and it just tastes so good. Before you guys started this, did you know how to describe the beers you liked? No, not, well, sort of, but not really, no. It's, uh,
4: my palate has for sure changed doing this podcast because it's, uh, we've, we've had a joke, uh, an ongoing joke that we've had with uh, with the wives about uh, what are we going to do when we run into a beer that we don't like and we've been very, very, very lucky thus far because we've liked everything we've had um, but no, it's 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 a challenge because like I said, beer is a very subjective thing, so you might get some flavors off of the beer that I will never taste Uh, I know this specific beer, and I love Star Stuff, this is easily one of the most crushable beers I think made in Winnipeg, um, is I get a lot of fruit, I get a lot of mango in this beer, uh, which is the first flavor I taste before I taste anything else. Mm. Uh, I know when people talk about bitterness and, and IBU, and we talk about this on our show on how it's a meaningless number. Um, this this is a fairly high IBU numbered beer, but I get no bitterness. I, this is almost a fruit beer to me. What's IBU in this?
3: 30. Really? Yeah. So it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's nice middle of the road, mm-hmm. but it tastes closer to 20. Even though we have this discussion a lot, is that... Uh, IBUs is kind of an arb- arbitrary number. Mm-hmm. IBUs is more based off of the um, the chemical composition of the bitterness that's in the beer. However, depending on how that beer is made and what kind of hops are used de- de- depending on um, when it's being made, it will be a lot more subtle, I guess you could say. Whereas some beer, uh, other beers will have a lower IBU, will have the same IBU, but it'll taste way, way more bitter. It all depends on how they're made. But that actually reminds me because you said how crushable this beer is. Yeah. So I was actually uh, brewing a batch of Star Stuff with the, with uh, Colin and Steve from um, Devil May Care not too long ago, and Steve was saying how much he hates the term "crushable." He's like, "Crushable? It's not a word. It's not a word at all." So pretty much <laughs> the rest, for the rest of the day, me and me and Colin just kept saying, "It's like, oh man." This beer's so crushable. Hey, isn't this a crushable stout? It's Spe- a pretty
4: speedy drinkable.
3: Do you speedy prefer that, drinkable? Steve? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <You> <laughs> I think the proper beer term is uh, it's a sessionable beer.
0: Oh yeah, sessionable. Yes, sessionable. I like crushable better. Yeah, yeah, crushable. That yeah. so sounds better. You know, we're gonna take a little break, and then we're gonna return here on the Main Ingredient with Kevin and Brian from the uh, Pints and Growlers podcast, and we're gonna talk more about beer. We're gonna talk about the beer that you guys have have, have uh, brought with you. Okay, here on the Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the last segment of the Main Ingredient Pints and Growlers podcast. Kevin and Brian are in the house. All right. So these are Canadian beers, not necessarily local. No, the ones you've discovered on your many travels. Yeah, and part of our travels are we're very lucky. We met uh, uh
4: Brendan. He's from uh, an agency called Tap and Rail who imports beers, uh, and he's been on our show now uh, once. With another episode coming up tap and rail is what tap and rail is an agency uh brendan is really the main guy he's he's the head of tap and rail he is tap and rail uh he brings in breweries uh beer from breweries uh outside of winnipeg uh generally a lot in ontario a lot in bc so he's a beer agent he's a beer Beer agent agent yeah what
0: a great job
4: right
3: beer agent slash beer distributor
0: Oh. That's
4: awesome. Yeah, and he he will not represent a beer he hasn't tried, uh, and we sent him home the last time we met with him with uh, a a palette of stuff that we were a big fan of. So hopefully we can get some more of that here. But all uh, f- two of these beers are from him. Two of them are from beers that we uh, from breweries we interviewed on the Pints and Growlers podcast. So I'll do Brendan's Tap and Rail stuff. Uh, I'll let Kevin do uh, the stuff we have and we talked about on our show a little bit. But the first one is uh, Phantom Year of the Unicorn. Great can. Uh, Oh, I love this can. I purchased this beer because of this. And I love that
0: sound of the cracking beer. He's cracking beer as you're talking.
4: That's perfect because this is the beer I wanted to try. (laughs) Um, So this is the, uh, for people who have listened to our show, this is the uh, Double IPA Indian Food Beer. That, uh, oh, that's the
0: one you don't eat with Indian food.
4: Yeah, this is the one that Kevin, uh, oh, and I bought it. I texted Kevin. I showed him the can. I said, look at this can. And he went, oh, my God, that beer is terrible. It tastes like cough medicine. I'm still, drink- I'm still drinking my roundabout. All right, no worries. <laughs> uh, so we, I laughed, and I bought this can. But this is uh, uh, from a brewery called Phantom in uh, Vancouver. Can I see that, can? Yeah, absolutely can. Uh, it is I a can. double IPA. yeah <laughs> <I get laughs> um, Year of the Unicorn is uh, it's a double IPA. Uh, I'll let Kevin explain what the difference between an IPA and a double IPA is. But I'll give a little bit of a background on Phantom. Phantom is very similar for people in Winnipeg who know uh, Kilter. They do a very similar thing where they make a beer. When that season's done, that beer ends, and they may or may not bring it back. So I am a huge fan of Phantom. I think they make some very incredible... Uh, tasty juicy uh IPAs, double IPAs, triple IPAs. Um amazing amazing
0: beers. He doesn't have enough words to describe how much he likes this beer, eh? Juicy, amazing, <laughs> just going on. It's obviously good beer. I like adjectives. <laughs> adjectives, yeah. <laughs> absolutely.
3: So uh what a double IPA is is it's basically it's going to be a uh, a more bitter, a more hoppy and a an all-around bigger beer. It's going to have a lot more Uh, A lot higher alcohol. So the average uh, double IPA can range anywhere from six percent alcohol by volume to pretty much close to eight and a half, nine. Nine's a little nine's pushing it into imperial uh, territory. When you have a whether it's an imperial IPA, uh, an imperial stout, uh, pretty much any sort of imperial style beer, that just means that it's. it's going to knock your socks off with not only flavor, but the amount of alcohol that it has in it. You, typically, uh, Imperials are
0: anything that is
3: 8% or higher.
0: Whenever I think of Imperial, I think of Imperial Margarine. So now you've actually <laughs> changed what that, what that means to me now. Thank you very much. Uh, mine's the Imperials from Star Wars, but that's me. Movie guy. All right, number two. Give it up.
3: Oh, man, this beer's... A- this beer's pretty good.
0: <laughs> See, I'm so, st- I told you, I'm still drinking Roundabout. You guys are like, this, this is an orange dust. juice beer. This is not fair.
3: So this is the Burnside Blood Orange Ale from uh, Medicine Hat Brewing Company. Sometimes I have to read the side of the can just to remember what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's um, not a bad thing.
0: So, got what you got to do.
3: So uh, this is actually our current episode that's out. So for every episode of the Pints and Growlers podcast that we release, we do a giveaway. Every single episode.
0: And obviously, you're giving away beer. No. (laughs) No. Illegally, we
3: can't give away beer. Oh. What what, what do you give away? Silly laws. Uh, (laughs) Silly government. (laughs) uh, Usually, we will give away, or sorry, the brewery will give away uh, merchandise. So for the uh, Medicine Hat Brewing episode, they're giving away two specialty growlers that you cannot buy anymore like Mm -hmm. at all they're they're completely gone uh two glasses a gift card and a hat
0: oh
4: cool this is a contest i've already texted uh my co-host here if i can enter and he won't let me the nerve of this guy i want i want those growlers like those growlers are absolutely beautiful they're they are painted uh pop top
0: growlers but it wouldn't look good if you you know won your own prize it's just i mean it's it's just just not a good look slightly frowned upon you know yeah, it's a little odd.
3: So because we love our audience so much, we are sacrificing us actually owning these growlers because we will never get our hands on them and give them to our, our audience. And usually the easiest way, or actually the only way for you to enter in on uh, our giveaways is we have a bracket during every show mm-hmm. where we'll ask the brewer a whole bunch of different styles and they pretty much have to whittle it down to one single one. Uh, all you have to do is email us the or uh Direct message us on Instagram. The winner of the bracket before
0: the next episode releases, and then
3: you're entered into
0: the draw. Oh, look at that! It's a little test to make sure you're listening to the podcast through and through. You guys right, right? are marketing geniuses. I love it. Um, are we on number three? Number three. So, um, oh, this is a can I like. Uh, this is a beautiful can. You know, and and my cup's empty. Just so you know, you can talk about it. You need this, Ooh, one. this one. You need that one. You need this, this one. Is, yes, that that.
4: Uh,
3: the Burnside Blood. Orange. The Burnside
4: Blood Orange I haven't had before, and I am going to go and
3: buy some on my way home. Yeah, because uh, we recently discovered today that you can now buy Medicine Hat Brewing Company beers in Winnipeg.
4: Hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: so I, I dig this. This is all right. shoes hey, this isn't fair. It literally is. This is a breakfast beer. <laughs> so uh, a breakfast beer. So this <laughs> Never one too is the
3: uh, Nemesis IPA from Zero Issue Brewing. Uh, Zero Issue Brewing is out of Calgary, Alberta, and this is probably one of my favorite out of province IPAs. It's very it's very fruity, uh, yet it also has a little bit of the uh, dank and pininess of a. It's, it's kind of like a little a, bit of the what? The dank and pininess. Dank. What's dank? Uh, it's it's a it's a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, when when you start to get a little bit more into the the, the,
4: the way you I said he, just, he kinda
0: danced when you say yeah, dank. Yeah, <laughs> it.
4: right. uh, it's the it's the the more bitter flavors. Mm-hmm. The the harsher bitter flavors is what I would describe as dank.
0: Are you yeah, in agreement?
3: Kind, yeah, kinda, yeah, right. yeah. A dank beer, you, when you drink a dank beer, you'll know You'll be like Yep, yeah, that's dank.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, how's that go again? <laughs> That's a regular sound effect on the (laughs) Pints and Growlers podcast.
3: And so one of the things about Zero Isher Brewing is they are a uh, comic book themed brewery. So every single one of their cans is done by an artist in
0: in comic book themed. My two fingers messed you up, didn't it? Yeah. Like, man, this guy's hurrying He's hurrying me up, and I got a lot to say about this beer. Uh, this last beer is from Whitewater Brewing
4: in Ottawa Valley, Ontario. Uh, this actually won our... No, I don't want to say that. Um, this beer is one of the best beers that I've had this year. Uh, it's a peanut butter shake, peanut butter stout. Um, I can only describe it as it tastes like a peanut butter caramel milkshake in a can
0: That's beer. That's also beer, yeah. All right, so Pints and Growlers podcast. How do people get a hold of you guys? I need your social media. I need your website. You know, I need your social insurance number, whatever you want to give up. How do people get a hold of you guys? And I'm sure people can get a you – know, maybe say they want to get a hold of you to uh, maybe a beer recommendation. Maybe they want your to pick your brains on certain things. Or maybe they just want to find out, you know, listen to your podcast. How do they do it? So the easiest way to uh, get in touch with us
3: is add us or follow us on Instagram at Pints and Growlers podcast. Uh, you can also uh, email us at pintsandgrowlerspodcast at com or hit us up on our website, pintsandgrowlerspodcast.com And uh, all three of those ways uh, to contact us is also how you will enter in any of our contests. And we will give you many, many different um, re- recommendations for beers, whatever you're, whatever all day you're long. feeling.
0: All day long. All day long. Um, what
4: if I'm a brewer and I want to be on your show? Email is probably the best way. Um, Thankfully, with the wonderful world of technology, we both get access to that email. Um, We have access to our schedule. We do have access to uh, phone interviews, although we would much prefer to go down to your brewery uh, and experience it firsthand because I think both the beer and the tap room really do go hand in hand
0: No, and I agree you're doing yourself a disservice if you're doing it over the phone because it's nice to just experience it It's nice for the brewer to talk about it. It's nice to have the beer in your hand taste it Everybody's into that, right? Well, and it's the, it's the way to get the freshest of the beer from the brewery We're not saying it because we're greedy and we want beer yeah. It's just because <laughs> we want to bring the, the best experience to you. I'm sure that's what you guys want, right? Exactly Perfect. All right. Thank you all for tuning into The Main Ingredient today on 680 CJOB. Thanks to my guests, Brian and Kevin, from the Pints and Growlers podcast. Thanks for having us. Thank you. No problemo. Uh, If you want to catch earlier episodes or this episode of The Main Ingredient, you can do so on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Uh, Again, we'll catch you next week here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.